0: here is Bryce Johnson,
1: Doctor Mark. Thanks so much for joining us here on Unpacking It. How are you doing today,
2: Bryce? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. What an honor and a privilege, man. Thank you.
1: Well, we're we're psyched to talk with you, and and really the the topic today is we're going to discuss what it means to be a healthy sports fan, and 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 you've got so many resources, and and we're really excited. Ah uh, just about your your new book as well, and so we'll talk about that but but, I guess we'll we'll start with your background a little bit and and, as I mentioned, uh you, you spent some time playing baseball and and so let's go back to that time period a little bit. How much fun was it growing up playing baseball, and what was it like playing in Australia uh, of all places?
2: yeah, uh, you know, I grew up playing baseball in all sports, I played some basketball and football through high school, but you know, baseball is, is something that, uh, you know, I truly loved. I enjoyed it. And um, the competitive nature, I was a catcher. So, you know, catchers like to be uh, in charge of things and, and take control of the game. So I, I really enjoyed that part of it. Um, Love the, uh, both the team and the individual com- competitive nature of it. Because as a team, you have to play as a team and individually you have to do your individual part. So it's, it's it's a it's a unique sport. It takes a lot of good hand-eye coordination, a lot of grit, and a lot of ability to um, you know control your emotions because baseball is one of those sports you play a lot of games. Um, every game you're put on the spot numerous times whether batting or fielding a ball, and you have to be into it. And uh, traveling around the world to play was 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 until it's one of the greatest thrills of my life. just to see different continents, uh, experience different cultures and seeing how people view things but the thing that i really appreciated most was that the language of sport
0: mm. whether
2: it be baseball basketball or football it transcends any language period it people relate and people get hope out of that so that's why i love sports so much and i've you know, I'm, I'm not a former athlete. I'm still an athlete. I still compete <laughs> against
1: myself, believe it or not. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I, I love that. And and, and then along with, with baseball, you were also a, a bodybuilding champion. And, and so do, do you still participate in that? What, what does that look like today? Kind of having that 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 element to your life?
2: Yeah, once an athlete, always an athlete, Um, both my wife, Dr. Michelle, and I still uh, live that lifestyle, and the lifestyle that we live regarding um, uh, the competitive nature of our physiques is we still, you know, uh, work on building our physiques, no matter how old you are, how many Mm -hmm. months you have on your lifespan, or how many decades, you can still put on and retain muscle tissue, and you can still work on reducing any excess fat tissue you have, which really equates to optimum health. And it feeds into what we do today in our, in our career and in our, uh, in our practices that we have here in Tulsa. But, but moreover, you know, we believe that everybody, um, should live their full potential. And that's what we still do. We get up, uh, 430 in the morning, we go train, we, we eat, right, we work out, we do our cardio, we do our weights and, um, we get plenty of sleep. And we love sports, so not much has changed for us. We just don't put on the posing trunks anymore and step on stage.
1: <laughs> no, that 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 makes sense. I like that. We're we're talking with with Dr. Mark Sherwood uh, here on Unpacking It, and he's got just a, an incredible story that that I want to to talk with you about as well, and and just this this whole concept of wellness, and and so we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. But I want to go back to. Here you are you're, you're playing baseball but you end up deciding to go back to to Oklahoma and you yep. end up joining the police force and, and end up having just an incredible career with with them and, and and the role of being on the SWAT team and and so what was that whole experience like and, and and what drew you to to take that route
2: Well, you know when I when my baseball career um was 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 ending when I came back to uh, my home state of Oklahoma, you know, I really had no job and I had plenty of money. So I was <laughs> thinking, you know, I don't have to work for a while. But then I realized soon that I did have to get a job. And uh, I had a friend that was a police officer in Tulsa. I had plenty of job opportunities um, inside desk jobs, whether it be financial in, uh, institutions or whatever. Um, but being inside just did not appeal to me. The mm. adventure, the experience, the experience, probably a little bit of adrenaline, the uncertainty of being a, a cop did. I wanted to help people, Bryce. You know, I wanted yeah. to kind of encourage people. And uh so I went into um, the I went to test for the police department at the behest and encouragement of my friend. And little did I know that I would be there twenty four years later. It wasn't my thought. Um it wasn't a goal I had, but when I got there I realized there was a mission to complete. There were people to help And, um, you know, and, you know, thank God I I was able to do that, Um, saw a lot, experienced a lot, um, was privileged to see people uh, restored from a bad place and um, was grieved to see people um, destroyed from a good place. And in both of those situations, you learn, you learn about life, you learn about people, you learn life is fragile and um, we, man, we better take care of it. Uh, but my experience with the police department was something that um, I wouldn't trade for anything because you see the all kinds of people in the worst possible situation and you come in there and you try to do your best. And those men and women right now, I will say that are serving across our country in law enforcement, then they need our prayers. They need our encouragement support because that is a challenging, challenging situation to say the least. And, yeah, just like sports, uh, Bryce. It's easy to Monday morning quarterback anybody. Oh yeah. But right. at the end of the day, to walk in those shoes um, is it, is a challenge for anyone.
1: Well, and and you, you mentioned the the need for for prayers for these guys and and what they're up against and and men and women. But but to 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 speak to some of the the issues that we've now seen the NFL kind of being at the forefront of this uh protest and raising awareness and and all that sort of thing and and the police have kind of you know been a part of this whole conversation what what is maybe just some truth from your perspective that that you can share with, with 24 years being on on the force and with the SWAT team and, and and all that you experienced through that
2: yeah i think there's a few things and I, and you're right i do have a unique perspective being an uh, former professional athlete as well as uh, law enforcement There's a couple things to keep in mind. Number one, communication is the key to solving problems. You have to talk. You have to communicate. You have to bring it to an open forum and have a non judgmental, non condemnational approach to the conversation. Learn to listen. There's a lot of talking right now, but there's not enough listening. And God gave us one mouth and two ears for a reason. (laughs) And right now, we're talking too much and listening too little. So I think that's a tragedy of this thing. God gave our country. The, uh, the the gift of freedom. And freedom transcends any political stance or motivation. When you're talking about our freedom, I support the ability of people to have freedom of speech, freedom to do whatever they want. But there's something that comes above that. It is honor for the ability to do that, mm. honor for the privilege to do that. and And that's why in this situation, I do not condemn the, uh, the, the the stance or the positions people take in regard to their opinion or thoughts to try to make things better or maybe protest what people see as an injustice or an inequality. Mm. But where we're missing this thing is is we're missing the bigger picture, the very freedoms that we should be standing for in appreciation of we are trampling on in this process and and that 's a thing i don 't know of any job, whether it be professional football bryce or law enforcement doesn 't matter what it is, yeah, but there is always bad apples in every job, mm. and never, never should we fill out the baby with the bathwater as we hear that uh, colloquialism expression um, there's things we can do that are are better, more constructive um, and if we really, truly believe and appreciate freedom, we must, must, must learn to honor freedom itself by showing respect for freedom. And then when we show respect for freedom, we can communicate the apparent differences and find solutions because in the midst of freedom, that's where you find solutions. Real bondage is when you start dividing things mm. and creating division. That is bondage in itself and it is not freedom.
1: Wow. Wow. Dr. Mark Sherwood joining us here on Unpacking It and and just a a good perspective. Spent 24 years on the police force. He's a former professional baseball player, and he's also an author of a new book called Fork Your Diet. Uh, He's also the uh, the the number one, uh, the author of the number one bestseller, The Quest for Wellness. And and so we're going to transition the conversation into really what you're you're doing now and and it's just it's amazing to think that after 24 years uh on the police force that you you then became a a naturopathic doctor and and you and your wife are, are traveling the country and and just speaking to the the idea of wellness and and so let's begin with that word what does that mean to you and maybe what are the misconceptions of that word wellness
2: yeah, I think misconceptions of the word wellness, first of all, Bryce, are the idea that wellness is just the absence of illness. It's, it's more than that. Wellness is really what we, what we call the acronym of life, and life being an acronym, L-I-F-E, uh, living in fulfilled excellence. Ooh, and I think good. that's something I want the viewers to really understand. We need to live our life in fulfilled excellence, and that is optimization of our health. That is the very core of wellness, as opposed to sickness, and I think that's a, a misconception. So we try to train people a better way, a different perspective to look at that. That wellness is really about um, how you handle, you know, not just what you do with your body, but how you handle your words, how you handle your finances, how you handle relationships, how you handle your uh, your, your spirituality, how you handle sleep. Um, Uh, stress in life, life itself, controversies, as we just spoke, Uh, when we learn to master all of those uh, parts of who we are, then we can experience this thing called fulfilled excellence. And that's what we want to get across. That's how we want to define wellness.
1: Wow. No, it's excellent. It's encouraging and and challenging. And and as we, we think about sports fans listening today, uh, I, I want to ask you some specific questions just about how we can, can respond to this, this concept of moving toward uh, wellness, and, and, but in light of that, I also want to get your perspective on how Jesus uh, affects your view of wellness and, and the, the role that faith plays in, in your perspective on, on just how you've, you've grown in this area and, and become an expert and, and wanting to, to really help people in this area. What, what role does faith play?
2: Well, my relationship with um, with with God through Jesus is is a real one, Bryce. It's not one that uh, is about religion. It's about a relationship. I will say that with with unequivocal um, certainty and passion. The the physical gift we have of life itself, our physical bodies, are gifts. They are not our own. We are just we are spiritual beings, all of us. Um, And we have these bodies on loan from our creator and it is our responsibility. It's not the doctor's responsibility. It's not the pastor's responsibility. It's not our trainer's responsibility. It's not our counselors, but it's our responsibility to care for that temple that's been placed in our hands to, to cherish, to honor. It's the gift of life itself. And without, understanding that perspective fully in my own life if i didn't understand the gift of this life thing i have, this experience that we're even talking now this concept of time i could not give that gift to anybody else and and i want to give people that perspective i want them to understand that without grasping that concept of the body in the 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 being we walk around, it is not our own. It was bought with a price. Mm. If we can't catch that perspective, then we neglect that thing. And God told me something a while back, not to be ultra-spiritual because I'm not, but the bottom line is, he said, my people have lost their power. Mm. They've lost their power because they've lost their peace. Mm. They've Mm. lost their peace because they have neglected their physical peace. Wow. And people have missed the boat in regard to physical health. We have taken it for granted, and we've let it go, and now we want God to fix it. But our behaviors are driving the sickness many, many times, and we've got to fix the behaviors because that's our responsibility. When we fix the behaviors, God created our body in a special way with the ability to actually restore, uh, rebuild, and even heal itself, which is a powerful concept in itself.
1: Man, no, it's, 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 uh, it's eye-opening to, to listen to. We're talking with Dr. Mark Sherwood, author of Fork Your Diet, Master of the Four Fundamentals of Good Health. And he also wrote the number one bestseller, The Quest for Wellness. And, and so let, let's bring this, this right to the, the heart of sports fans. And, and what are we known for? Tailgating, sitting on the couch yeah, watching right. games. I love hot dogs, nachos, pizza. You know, that That has become part of the culture as a sports fan and and so uh, be be gentle with us, but but ha- how can you challenge and encourage us to to kind of maybe think differently just about our, our wellness and we 'll start on the on the food side
2: yeah uh, we, we really we love that we love the camaraderie the uh, the cheering, the passion, the rivalries of sports, man. Sports speaks languages to all of us, man, yep. I love it. I watch it all the time. Um The thing is as as believers, if we want to talk about just believers we 're supposed to change the culture mm. right Amen. we're not supposed to become part of the culture we're supposed to change the culture, not to um bash the foods you mentioned <laughs> but to speak to speak factually. We all know in the foods you mentioned that they are not healthy for us therefore they do destroy the temple so we as people must understand if we want to attend a lot of sports games a lot of tailgates let's change the environment let's eat grilled meats Mm. Uh, let's skip the bread let's bring in some fruits let's bring in some salads and let's really let's bring in some sweet potatoes or avocados um, uh, broccoli, hummus. Let's bring in the things that actually change the culture and promote health so that we can enjoy those types of experiences for many, many years to come as opposed to just having a limited time shrinking the potential quality of our life and shrinking our potential lifespan when we really enjoy it. So we, we have to just learn to, to change the culture and be confident in that. God wants us to enjoy those things, man. Yeah. He wants us to enjoy life, the sports, the events, the competition, but he doesn't want us to destroy our body. And wow. so, you can do both and you can have an awesome time. <laughs> I love watching a, a, a sports game, but I don't have to have a cold beer to do it and enjoy it. Yeah. I can drink a bottle of water and I'm I'm just fine, man. And yep. it's good.
1: Yep. No, that no, it's a good perspective. It's challenging and and to go along with that too, the other th- thing that that happens when you're watching a game is we become the, the viewer. We're the we're the ones watching others participate. And there's a, a sedentary lifestyle that we represent as fans. I, I love being in my recliner watching games. But if I'm not getting up and being active myself, then there's some issues. So so what do you, you, you speak to that side of things as well?
2: I say, be an active sports fan. Nice, you know. Don't be a sedentary sports fan. You know, stand up. What's the game? Get into it. Enjoy it. You know, cheer your team on. Uh, you know, be animated about it. Be excited. There's nothing like a good dopamine surge of seeing your team score, or or there's nothing even wrong with being disappointed sometimes when your team doesn't win. You know, life's about um, the, the gamut of emotions. So be active when you're, um, when you're watching a game like that, move around, don't sit on your butt, you know, move around. Yeah. stand up. Uh, there's nothing wrong with, and I've done this a bunch of times. I have watched a game while riding a treadmill or a bicycle. There it is. That's, it's fun to do. It's cool because you're really thinking you're in that game and you're, enjoying it but you're also doing something very very constructive and believe it or not you can watch a game and ride a bike at the same time it's pretty fun <laughs> that's, a,
1: that's a good one I like that that makes sense we're, we're talking with Dr. Mark Sherwood here on Unpacking It he's a, a naturopathic doctor and an author of the new book Fork Your Diet and and he's he's all about the, the message of wellness and, and, and speaking to that uh, with us today, uh, another element to that, uh, uh, the overall wellness is this, this concept of stress. And we can all identify with that. And I, I know that I struggle with it at times and knowing how to, to handle it. And, and you've written about how to conquer it. And I even saw, well, I'd love to hear about this. You were up in Green Bay actually teaching about stress. So what was that experience like? And then I want to I be taught a little bit about stress today.
0: Yeah,
2: the experience was wonderful. I actually talked to uh, some, some folks in the um, attorney general section, and uh, there was some law enforcement there, of course. So it was a, a high-stress capacity crowd, a uh, large crowd, close to 400, um, in, enjoyed it at it home. Stress hits home with all of us or the inability to handle it. So very quickly in regard to stress, we have to turn the concept of stress from a noun as a person, place, or thing, something you can put in a bucket because you can't. Hmm. We have to turn it into a verb or the as I define stress, here's the definition the action that you take in regard to life's expected or unexpected occurrences. Mm -hmm. For example, you have a traffic jam, you can't control that thing. I know it stinks and it's no fun to sit there, but you have an opportunity. Do you get pissed off or do you turn on some praise and worship music? There you go. You have a choice. It is an action we take. Everything we have in life is an action we take. Stress does not control us, you see, because stress is not an noun. If we turn stress to a verb, that tells us that we have control over our response to and perception of things, situation, words, people, circumstances in life. And if we can turn it around like that, understand that it doesn't take it, it's not going to take us over but instead we can have authority or dominion over then we get a sense of relief from that stress hmm. instead of it controlling us we control it because it's our choice man does that make sense to that's you? that's good
1: that, that's that's really good and i can i can relate to the the traffic jams that's for sure um oh yeah living in charlotte we got a lot of traffic um but no, very, very encouraging as well. And, and, I, well, no, I was just going to say you were at the, uh, the Lambeau Field, uh, while you were in Green Bay. So what, what was the field like in the, the stadium?
2: Man, it was, uh, it was overwhelming. It's one of my bucket list things. I got to do a private tour down on the field, in the field, and, yeah. uh, it, it was amazing. Um, uh, the only thing I was missing was my, my dear wife because I was going to do a Lambo leap and let her catch me. <laughs> and even if she didn't catch me, I was still going to do it. Oh, so, um, man. But, but it was, it was wonderful, um, great experience, lots of history there. Uh, it just makes you understand um, from an overall perspective from sports fans, you know, those that have set the groundwork before us, you know, those people – that have battled those in the in the trenches, whether it be football or in the army or in the war, whatever, man, those people deserve a lot of credit and should never be forgotten because they their hard work, their passion built a foundation for what we call today sports. it, it really and freedom, all of it together was just a moving experience. I can't wait to go back. The persons I talked to said, Come back, we'll get you on the sideline during a game. Oh. So That's on my agenda for next year. I'm not going out there this winter. It's too cold. That's right. I'm going to do
1: it next year. It's got to be in September. That's the way to do it. Well, no, That's right. That's cool. Well, well, Dr. Mark, man, it's been awesome talking with you. I love hearing your story and and just your heart and passion for for wellness. And encourage people to check out your website, SherwoodWellness.tv. The name of the book, Fork Your Diet, Master the Four Fundamentals of Good Health. Mark, really appreciate it, and it we'll definitely have to do this again.
2: Bryce, thank you, and definitely would love to. You're a good man, and I appreciate the opportunity today.
1: Absolutely. Glad to have you. Thank you so much. Dr. Mark Sherwood, right here on Unpacking It.
0: For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T dot com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, inspired and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackin'it.com donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.